What's up, crew? Welcome to another Clover Tack podcast. Two in one day, but oh, what a day it is, right? Uh, Wednesday, June 16th, 2021, just for the matter of record. And um, yeah, shout out to all the Patreon patrons, all the YouTube channel members, and those that drop their hard-earned money into a super chat. Speaking of the chat, we'll get to that a little later on. If you want to get my attention, grab my attention out there in the chat, there's two ways you can do that. Obviously, you could drop a super chat. But if you don't want to do that, use the at symbol, type at CloverTac, all one word, no spaces, at CloverTac. That's going to highlight my name uh, and give me the opportunity to pick up on that comment. Probably not going to address too many of those right off the bat, though, because there may be folks coming in on the replay side of things. And live, we can stick around for, for some time and talk. Uh, for those that are coming in on the replay later on, whether you're on the audio side or the video side, welcome, welcome. Remember, you can always participate uh, down in the comments below. So I'm going to blow through real quickly here. Um, what's going on? Things have moved fast in the last oh, hour or so. It's crazy. So what I've got up on the screen now uh, is a press release from the governor's office. This is what I've been waiting on. I knew this was coming, knew this was happening, um, but nothing official. And here it is, Governor Greg Abbott for immediate distribution, June 16th, 2021, media advisory, Governor Abbott to sign Second Amendment legislation in San Antonio, Austin, Governor Greg Abbott will sign, Greg Abbott, if I can speak tonight, will sign several pieces of legislation relating to Second Amendment on Thursday, June 17th in San Antonio, the governor will sign Senate Bills 19, 20, and 550. And House Bills 957, 1500, 1927, the one that we care about and uh, care about most probably, and then 16, uh, 26, 22. Sorry. So uh, I've got my screen share up. Let's jump over there because this is what's interesting. I got this press release, and within literally seconds, I got an alert that some bills had been updated. And so it's like, holy moly. Okay, so he signed them. And then I guess he's going to have a second ceremonial signing tomorrow. But all but one of these that are listed, again, we've got SB19, SB20, SB550, HB957, HB1500, HB1927, and HB2622. All but one of these, and we'll look at that here in just a second, have been signed already. Let's jump over there and take a look at that. Uh, and then we can uh, we can talk about other things. Hang out for a little while. So going to jump over here, and I got them all in order. We see right here, this is uh, SB19, if you're wondering what that is. Um, this uh, relating to prohibited contracts with companies that discriminate against firearm um, or ammunition industries. So basically, banks, credit card processing, that sort of thing. This says, hey, you can't discriminate. SB19, if you look here, uh, that has already been signed. So we'll jump over to the next one, which is SB 550. Again, this one has already been signed. And what SB 550 was is relating to the manner of carrying a handgun by a person who holds a license uh, under subchapter H. This is the uh, having a holstered uh, firearm in your vehicle. That's what this is. Uh, moving on. Boom. 
is HB 957. We talked about this earlier on the podcast. 957 is suppressor freedom. Now, caveat, go check out that podcast earlier. If you haven't, you need to read HB 19, uh, HB 957, uh, the suppressor freedom bill. You need to read that. Uh, it's only seven pages um, before you run out, start building suppressors and doing other things. Um, there are some litigation issues, some other things at play with this bill. Just want to caveat this particular one. But that one obviously was signed yesterday. We know that. Moving on, we've got HB 1500. And as of right now, this one has not been signed. This one is relating to the governor's authority um, to regulate firearms and ammunition and blah, blah, blah uh, during certain uh, disasters and emergencies. Now, this one has not been signed yet, uh, but it is on the list, again, according to that press release, to be signed tomorrow. We shall see. Uh, the next one is the one everybody is seems to be concerned with, HB 1927. We all know that is constitutional carry. Uh, and if you look here, it was signed today, was signed. All of these, by the way, won't go into effect until September the first. So keep that in mind. Don't actually go into effect until September 1st. So jumping over and the uh, final one that was on that list is HB 2622. Uh, and this is related to the enforcement of certain federal laws and regulations having to do with the uh, firearms in the state of Texas. This is the 2A sanctuary bill in layman's terms. This is the 2A sanctuary. If you look here though, also been signed today. So what does this mean? This means tomorrow, <laughs> they did sign them today, like I've been saying that it was they were supposed to be signed today with the, uh, uh, with the, what am I thinking? At the Alamo, all of this stuff, right? We've kind of been leading up to that and then it got shifted around. So they did sign them today. They just have the, uh, are going to have the ceremonial thing tomorrow and do these. So hopefully that, caught everybody up uh, that's caught up out there. I wanted to run through that real quick because I know there's going to be tons of people that are watching this in replay and I wanted to get through the pertinent information as quickly as possible here. We did it in less than seven minutes. So now we can hang out. We can talk about this. We can take some questions from the uh, uh, from the live chat uh, and bring in some guests. I'm working on trying to bring in a, uh, a few guests as we speak. But we've got uh, Ghost from Ghost Tactical is with us. What's happening, Ghost? Hey, congratulations, Texas! It's about time. But no, right. it's, it's been a, you know, and, and I think what is, what's going on right now, which is really cool, is all eyes have been on the suppressor and, and all of that, but especially the constitutional carry. But you know, there are some bills that you mentioned that haven't probably haven't gotten as much media attention that are just as important. Um, so I, I think that the, uh, discrimination against firearms, ammunition companies, obviously that's going to happen within the state of Texas lines, but, um, that could have ripple effects across a lot of States. If, if other, if other States start doing that. So yeah, congratulations. Really, really good day for you guys. Thanks bro. And we've got uh, G webs in the house. How are you G? I'm just finishing my suppressor. I got some Texas metal here, and I'm making that suppressor. I may not understand it correctly, but, yeah, I'm just about done. There you go. There you go. Why not? Teach their own. Um, yo, I want to I want to start out by uh, giving a slow cap to those in the chat. Even if you're out there in, in replay, you know who you, you are. 
Um, you know, I can mention MN Pannon. I can mention Aztec Warrior. I can mention uh, Gary. I can mention multiple folks out there. Uh, you guys have been engaged. You've stayed on top of this. Uh, you've been active participants uh, in all of this. And it's awesome. It's awesome to see uh, the amount of involvement that we've had throughout this process. And as things have moved along, pretty amazing. Uh, so, you know, give you give yourself a pat on the back for trying to stay update because up to date, because as we can see from here, I did a post as soon as I got the press release that I showed earlier. Um, I, I put a post on the community tab because I want to keep you guys aware. So I've done it right. And so uh, the weird thing is, as soon as I did that, it's like, oh, crap, it's all been signed already, though. So I run back, scheduled the live stream, took that down, and I thought, I'm going to have some splaining to do, right? Because I said he's going to sign it tomorrow. It's what I've been saying. But turns out that's a ceremonial thing. He's actually signed it today. We've got another one joining us here, the Pew Pew Jew. Yahoo Reamer, fellow Texan. Great day, bro. Great day. Oh, it is a great day. And there's so there's so many questions people are asking me now. So it's good that, you know, we jumped on so I can get I can get answers to give them. <laughs> right. Uh, now, remember, if you're out there, I'm going to jump through some of these comments. Remember, if you're out there in the comments, one of two ways that you can get my attention. Otherwise, I'm likely not going to be able to see your comment and feel free to chat amongst each other, of course. Um, and that is you can drop, of course, a super chat. But if you don't want to do that, it is appreciated if you do. If you don't want to do that, then use at the at symbol CloverTac, all one word at CloverTac. That'll highlight my name. Let's go through some of those real quick. We don't want to get too far behind on this. Uh, and then we don't want to go too terribly long on this either because I do want to get it over into podcast form as soon as possible. Um, Andrew Faulkner said, did you notice the slant on the article I sent you? Brother, I've been so busy. I haven't seen the article you sent me. So uh, my apologies, but there is going to be, uh, we've heard it this entire process, the naysayers, the opposition, and the ridiculous stuff that they spout. So I can just imagine what that is. Aztec Warrior out there says, um, what, you, what am I going to carry on September 1st since he's going to carry his new stainless Colt gold cup of um, possibly the Ruger Blackhawk? Quite possibly. Let's maybe. Mm. Um, Isn't there what's some Texas guns? Like I know Bond Arms are made in Texas. That's well, true. I don't own a Bond Arms though. Well, that's what I'm saying. So there's got to be more Texas manufacturers. Sure. Um, there's, a, there's a couple, but mo mostly they are. Um, Rifles. I was going to say a lot of rifles and stuff like that nowadays, but still, that's an excuse to buy a Texas gun for your big constitutional carry day. That's true. Fern uh, out there says, can we buy them suppressors now? Uh, no, all of the legislation that we're talking about does not go into effect until September 1st. And in particular with HB 957, you need to go read the seven pages. We talked about it before. We went through that. Uh, it talks a whole lot about you know, anybody wishing to do this needs to contact the attorney general's office. And, you know, it's one of the things where you need to get some legal advice because they're expecting court cases and stuff. And so I don't want to put out any information 
that implies that everybody is got free reign to just run out and build suppressors and buy suppressors and stuff. It's yes. not what that legislation yet. That's not what that legislation says yet. Right. But it's opening doors and I'm looking forward to what Texas entrepreneurialism and creativity, because if it has to be sourced in Texas, which petroleum is period, and then 3d printers period, and then Glock made a, a disposable plastic can that was available in South Africa for a long time. So imagine a 3D printed can with, with Texas Petroleum that lasts you know, a number of rounds and then you throw it in the recycle bin, shred it and turn it back into filament and make it again. You print it again. That's true. That's a cool well, idea. More importantly, people like torrent suppressors, you know, maybe they're going to start making sure that all of their materials are sourced in Texas to where... Yep. The silencer companies actually are getting involved in this run. Well, the problem, the catch-22 at this point is that if you're an FFL, that means you're registered by the 1938 FFA to be a license through the federal government to, to sell and to manufacture and all the stuff the FFLs do. So that means they can't touch a Texas item. But we were talking about that in Clover's thing yesterday. I don't think there's anything stopping company one from creating company two, which is a Texas entity, which buys Texas material and makes Texas stuff. And, te and company two never touches an FFL. So company two could sell all the Texas cans they want. At least that's how I understand it, but I'm not a lawyer yet. I know I, I work for a uh, FFL here in Texas who deals a lot with NFA items, mainly NFA items. And from my understanding, there are a lot of people who have the capital, have the know-how, and have the ability to make a fully made Texas suppressor, and they are already in the process of getting stuff uh, worked out. Exactly. This opens the door for all that, all the cleverness, all the strategies, all the creativity. Right? Yeah, I agree with Yehuda. There, there are quite a few uh suppressor companies already in texas and uh you know i talked to the owner of one of those a week or two ago they're already in communication with the ag's office and stuff on trying to figure out the legalese if you will of how uh hb957 is actually going to work so i wonder how quickly it's going to take for someone to file a new business under texas cans That'd be a great business name company. Texas well, with Dr. I figure with Dr. Pepper and oil cans, somebody's already got Texas cans. I would think a Texas suppressor should look like a bunch of little oil cans stacked together. I say they make it look like a Dr. Pepper can. I'd buy that. I, well, think, it's a, I think it's a Texas flag. Just put the Texas flag on there and say, come get you some. <laughs> you could put that can in on there. Is that a Texas thing or is that everybody? That's just no, Texas. That's yes. You got to come and take it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Clover, let me. Oh, sorry. Uh, let, let me ask you one question that a lot of people read quickly. GOA put something out, and I just want to clarify. Um, I know it says the 30 odd 6, 30 odd 7 signs are still going to be active. However, now they're talking about a 30 odd 5 sign, and Correct. they're saying that the Gunbuster sign is now a permissible sign. And as far as being equivalent, basically, to a 30-05. So what, can you explain exactly what a 30-05 is? Because that's one you don't hear about ever. It's essentially a we don't like you stop trespassing sign. 
So so it's not anything. It's not a gun sign. It's just a don't trespass. Um. So I've 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 got it right here. Go ahead. Read uh, it. Thirty out five. A person commits an offense if the person enters or remains on or in a property of another, including residential land, agricultural land, a recreational vehicle park, a building, or an aircraft or other vehicle without effective consent, and the person has one had notice that the entry was forbidden, two received notice to depart but failed to do so. Um, so basically anywhere that is um, that you've been given notice and you refuse to leave, that's the 30 out five. Right. Okay. So so and does it's that so firearms, it's just you don't you know they might not they just might not want you there. But here's the thing but if it, they say if they say no guns, right? That's all they have. They got the gun buster, right? The gun with the X to it. That's all they right. have. You go in and you've got your license to carry, that doesn't apply to you. So you go in. If they say something, you can say, hey, I got a license to carry. But even if they ask you to leave, even if you have a license, the 30 out five is going to kick in because That's somebody right. cannot want you in their business. And if they ask you to leave and you refuse, then you're trespassing. Yeah, right? okay, whether, but, or have, whether or not you have a gun or not, the 30 out five has kind of that, that loophole, if you want to call it. Right. Right. So that that's that's what I want to confirm is that the 30 out five doesn't necessarily have anything to do with guns. So if someone has a no trespassing sign or whatever the whatever sign they have up, you or, or sorry, they have the gun buster sign and then you walk in. Are you technically it does that sign have any legal standing? They have to ask you to leave and you have to refuse. Okay, but if you if 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 you walk in, they ask they see a printing or whatever it is, they ask you to leave and you leave. Is there any legal action they can take? Okay, back up and ask that question again. Okay, if they have a gunbuster sign and you happen yes. to walk in, which yes. which you you walk in and they see the print or whatever and they're like, "Hey, we want you to leave because we're against guns." Uh-huh. And then you turn around and walk out. Mm-hmm. So you don't make a big fuss. You just turn around and walk out. Is there mm-hmm. anything they can do legally to you? I'll bet you the answer is something like yes, but since yes. you haven't done anything, it wouldn't have much teeth. But I'll bet you a lawyer would have to say, of course, they can always do something. At least that's what well, it is. Yeah. No, no. Right? Obviously, that, that that goes without saying, right? We, we live in litigation nation, right? Yeah, okay. but, but I think um, otherwise you're right. That would be like effectively them just putting up some some mosquito spray and you deciding, okay, I'll, I understand that even though this is mosquito spray and not an actual fence, you don't want me here. I'm leaving. Then it should be no harm, no foul. It worked as as planned, right? You left, right? Right. As long as you leave with the, I mean, like I said, I understand the thirty odd six, thirty odd seven signs. However, the thirty odd five, if you have the gun busters, you walk out after being told to. Then there is no legal action. That hype, yeah, litigation probably, nation. That probably, aside, probably there, not any legal action. Probably. Right. So this and, sounds and like would, you guys have a sign that says like a, le- a real like we don't want guns in here sign. But then if there's people that can't qualify for that sign or they're too scared to put up that sign, they'll put up this other sign that just says we know that there's a no trespassing law and we're going planning on using that if we see a gun. So just don't even come in here. The, yeah. like the litmus yeah. test is going to be for constitutional carry people. Here's the litmus test that I suggest is going to be for constitutional carry people to look for 
a 30-06 or 30-07. Because if that business is restricting licensed carry, then it's pretty darn obvious they're not going to want you to constitutional carry, right? So odds are somewhere there's going to be a gunbuster sign or there's going to be something along those lines going on. Um, the the practicality of it is as long as you're not raising a fuss, everybody can make the statement that the sign was not in a, cause it does say the sign has to be, uh, what is it? Is it very visible, right? It can't be obscure yeah. or whatever. Right. And like that's subjective. So even if you weren't approached by the business owner, somebody just a, a cashier or a clerk called law enforcement and said, Oh, there's a person in here with a gun. Well, odds are again, if there's not a 30-06 or a 30-07, then they're probably used to people licensed to carry coming in, and they're not even going to question it, correct? So, therefore, if they have a, let's say, a 30-06 or a 30-07 and or a 30-07 sign, then that's at what point, if you go in open carrying, then, which you should have noticed, it should have clicked, but you go in open carrying, and that clerk or cashier, they just call the law enforcement, right, straight up, and say there's a person in here with a firearm, and law enforcement shows up. Well, as long as you're like, they show up, they approach you, you go, what? Like, yeah, there's a sign on the door. Oh, well, I didn't see it. My bad. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Effectively, the practicality of it is that most of the time it's going to be, cool, I'm, I'm leaving. Not a problem. Don't want to be a hassle, right? And I don't want to do business in a place that doesn't want me here anyway. So I'm gone, right? You haven't made a fuss. You haven't, you know, become a martyr or anything crazy and wacko like that. So now, in, now, that, in that instance, in that instance, right, where somebody that's constitutional carry completely blatantly just ignores all signage and everything else, um, could and you got to get to that point first. We have to realize you have to get to a specific situation, constitutional carry, before that before that even applies. They got to prove intent also. That's true, but you have to get to a specific situation with constitutional carry before any of this even comes into effect, right? So once you've gotten to that specific situation, then if you've got law enforcement that respond, right, in certain areas of the state, that's all I'm going to say. Then could that be problematic? Well, of course it could. It could be, right? It doesn't come without some risk. Well, yeah, I can tell you from Arizona, where we got our constitutional carry on July 30th. Well, it went into effect July 30th of 2010. So we're 12 years into constitutional carry this year. Um, that's a lot of the, I don't want to call it posturing. It's just the reaction. When they just lost their battle, right? They didn't want constitutional carry. And now it's being thrust upon them in their eyes. Um, they're going to be upset because everything that they were told in the, in the political fight is what they think is going to happen. But we know that there's not going to be blood in the streets and the constitutional carry people aren't going to be around challenging people. So I suspect they're going to get all these signs and they're going to be worried about it. But after whatever amount of time, months or maybe a year, but, you know, months, probably weeks, even they'll figure out real quick that it's not a non-issue and they'll forget all about the nonsense of these signs. And I suspect that it'll just be more like somebody was asking earlier, people start watching Texas to be. Well, everybody was concerned about Texas getting constitutional carry, but nothing happened. So why not Louisiana? Why not? What's next? And I think going back to the original about the 30 out five in my, from just reading it, it sounds like to me, just like the business, they could put a sign that says we reserve the right not to service anyone we choose. Right. I mean, we have that right as a business not to serve anyone. 
So it might not be a gun that you could walk in with a green T-shirt. Sir, we ask you to leave. And if you don't leave, you can get charged with trespassing yeah. because of your T-shirt color. Well, I mean, because some restaurants, have, some they, restaurants, they that right, you know, like some restaurants have that for a coat and tie, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Coat and tie. Uh, let me knock out some comments and then uh, the panel can keep going. G23 says all Texans uh, should open carry on the second. For every second matters. Uh, yeah, totally agree. That would be the second of September. Agree. Constitutional carry doesn't change your open carry, does it? You so, still have to have a permit to open carry in Texas? No. Hold on, and I'll address that. Let me get through the comments. I do not want to get behind. Uh, Fern out there, it says, uh, we'll read the documents. Thank you. Also, Whip Machine is ready to roll. Awesome. Good job. Uh, good to hear that. Uh, G23, again, says they can still trespass you for any reason. Yeah, I mean, that's no shoes, no shirt, no service. is pretty much the same thing. Unicorn out there. Uh, love it. Says uh, what we really need is to stop patronizing places that are not pro tube A. Uh, yeah, if you can, if if it's practical for you to do that or affordable or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to fault somebody for not doing that. I think you have to make that decision on your own. Um, and I certainly have places I don't I don't patronize for various reasons. Uh, unknown user says uh, I'm always getting kicked out of anti gun businesses not because of my CCW. But because, uh, uh, yeah, of his uh, let's underwear choice, let's say. So watch it out there, user. You know how to act on this channel, brother. Um, yeah, by the way, if you want to make sure that your uh, your comment is seen, uh, at CloverTac, all one word, at CloverTac, all one word. Or you can, of course, super chat if you so feel. Go ahead, Ghost. Oh, I was going to say, you almost went Ron Burgundy there and read it, you know, without reading it. Yeah, you know, well, it is what it is. Now, uh, yeah, G-Webs, uh, no, uh, constitutional carry, um, this is, is called constitutional carry, and I know I've had various discussions with you over what that means, but it is, it's it's open or concealed. It's, it's either way. Oh, so it effectively now ends the challenge, well, the ends the frustration that Texas, Texans have had because you needed a, a CCCHL, you call it, right? to open yeah. carry in Texas, which was super annoying in Texas. Well, it was first was a CHL, a concealed handgun license. And then we fought to get it to the license to carry, which was both. Okay. And okay. then this is effectively permitless carry, but uh, constitutional carry sounds way better. I mean, you would agree, right? From a two A perspective. <laughs> I think it's necessary because words matter. And yeah, I think if we say permitless carry, we say, we suggest the, the permit is the way, and this is right. the alternative or something, or like right. the permit is the custom where right. the constitution is the custom. So I, unless there's a better way to say it, like just free carry or something awesome. Right. Uh, right. Till we come up with something else. But effectively this is a permitless carry. It's essentially the same thing as the license to carry just without the license. And of course, license to carry for those that are out there, just so you know, I renewed my license to carry what a few weeks back um, comes with perks. Currently in the state of Texas, you've got the Nix bypass uh, because you've got your background check with the license to carry. Um, so if you're somebody like me who purchases firearms often and stuff like that, that can be uh, of great benefit. Uh, and then also you've got the reciprocity issue and stuff. So it looks like uh, Yehuda had to uh, jump. But, uh, yeah, go check him out. Mainly over on, I think, the Instagrams. Uh, Yehuda Reamer, the Pew Pew Jew. Uh, go ahead, G, Ghost. He's in, he's in Dallas, right? He is in the Dallas area. That is correct. A fellow Texan. 
Oh, you're going to have some kind of Texas roundtable? I mean, Ghost and I get to say we're Texans because I lived there for three years when I was a little baby. And Ghost <laughs> there when he was a kid. Right. I lived there for more than a few years, so I think I would... Well, But my license doesn't say Texas on it, so I'm an Arkansan right now. So Did you ever at, have a Texas driver's license? You lived there that long? Yeah, I, I left when I was 19. Oh, okay, okay. So as I alluded to when I first kicked on this live stream... Uh, since we've got people that obviously have come in late, uh, I'll break it down uh, as quick as I can. But go back, watch the replay for like the first maybe seven minutes. Uh, and I break pretty much everything down. Um, but that sort of... Basically, he signed everything, but tomorrow will be the ceremonious version. Pretty much. That's the easy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but things have moved so fast. I got a press release saying, hey, it is happening tomorrow. And then within minutes uh, of that, it was like, oh, crap. Now there's all but one of the bills that they said they were going to sign tomorrow. They've signed, um, which is, is, is weird. Well, but this is like just the, what do you call it? Like the technicalities or whatever, right? Yeah. It's like the ribbon cutting. Who cares when you actually cut the ribbon, whenever the contract gets signed or something, or whenever the contract say the, you know, the clock turns over is when the actual event happens. Right. right. Uh, Texas Southerman out there says, uh, you hear the mayor of Austin calling for gun control, uh, and he's mad because they can't have their city ordinances, basically. Um, yeah, I don't want to get into the politics of the Austin mayor. I mean, he is what he is, and everybody, I think, pretty much knows that. It's not uh, not uncommon. Uh, yeah, that. Ghost had to bail. Uh, he's got some work issues, he said at the top of the hour. So, uh, yeah, go check out Ghost Tactical, especially the Armed Citizen podcast last night was full of great two-way conversation. Uh, the podcast earlier today, I mentioned that, and I also linked that down below, as well as G-Webs, who is still here with us, uh, and uh, his reading of the ATF comments. Uh, go check all of that out, and be sure that you're commenting on not only the ATF receiver comment period that's still open, but the new ATF brace period as well. Go ahead, G. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that one from Texas Southernman. What it is, um, or tax Southerman, the because uh, I would that's good because I, when you have dissent or you have what's the word like uh, whatever people that are opposed to the new rule or whatever, that means that it's not just gonna go away, it's going you know, go away and visit or what's the word like it's not just gonna leave the news, there's gonna be some uh, people with an incentive to complain. And I think that's better. I'd rather have a bit of resistance than just have everybody agree. I get suspicious when everybody agrees, right? Especially right. with government stuff. So I think it's uh, good. I mean, you guys are used to fighting with Austin anyway. So sure. it's not like un unknown. But then what that does is just like what happened here in Arizona. We had a smaller version of that because of Phoenix and then the rest of the state. And, you know, the concern was when you let just anybody, basically from the surface, right? If you're not a gun person, you're saying... Anybody who could just own a gun, which is pretty much anybody who's not a felon or, you know, falls within 10 criteria, which are all pretty much felons and stuff. Um, uh, you know, anybody can own a gun and do whatever they want with it, basically. And that seems really scary until you actually realize that anybody can already do that. It's just that the law would get mad at people up until whatever date that law gets signed. And after that law gets signed, it's not an issue. So all it's really doing is getting rid of a lot of superficial interactions with police or if that's i'm not using the wrong word but anyway i think it's great when we see somebody who's concerned because then it gives them 
the task of archiving the piece. In other words, we don't have to go, and we were right, and we were right, and we were right over and over, because they're going to keep challenging it. Every time something little happens, they're going to go, see, this is a result of your thing, and we'll be able to say, well, not really. Or maybe we can acknowledge, yeah, it is, so let's, you know, let's, you know, remove a barrier, or let's change something, let's educate, so that this sure, doesn't sure. happen again. But now we have opportunities to do something uh, in our, you know, once we've had our thing passed. So I'd much rather be in this position. And like I said, I'd rather have a little. Well, and, you know, and you've always, you've always alluded to or, or talked about, not, not in the sense of, of this legislation or anything, of course, but you've always talked about, um, you know, something has to exist, right? Before you can improve on it or you can make it better or you can say, hey, that's designed really stupid. We need to go back to the drawing board or whatever. It has to exist first, right? And so with the process that we've been through, over the years with this, I get it. There's people out there that are skeptical of, of all of these bills. There's what that got signed. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight there. Uh, seven, I think. Um, and with all of those, there's bits and pieces and parts that some people just think are horrible and completely disagree with, right? Even on our side, they think are horrible and completely disagree with. But it's like, you know, at some point, we got to get them. And it's not, we got to pass them to know what's in them. We know what's in them, right? And we know that some of the stuff is not perfect, but has there ever been a perfect piece of legislation? I don't think there ever has been. And so let's get it done, which now we've got slow clap again and, and congrats to everybody out there who, who kept put the pressure on, kept the pressure on and made this happen. But, um, you know, now that we've got it done, now we can start looking at, you know, maybe petitioning, you know, talking to our representatives and senators and whatnot uh, and tweaking some little things here and there that, that may need tweaking. And over the next year, two years, three years, four years, we're going to find stuff, I'm sure, that that need to be tweaked here and there. One of the big concerns or big complaints uh, through this whole process uh, with constitutional carry specifically has been training. Uh, and several great ideas come up about, hey, we need training in schools. We need basic gun safety and stuff. Why is that not taught in schools, you know? Um, and some of the senators and representatives were open to that. And so maybe this next session in a couple of years, maybe we we build upon that, build upon that interest from those representatives that, hey, you know, maybe we do need to look into that. And maybe somebody tries to put together, maybe we get with some youth instructors and, and uh, teachers and other things, and maybe we work to build a curriculum. The cool thing about that particular aspect and, and building off of what we've done here to do something else is from an educational standpoint, Texas, as far as curriculum and stuff, sort of leads the way in a lot of, uh, in a lot of ways. So for us to institute some type of a firearm safety education curriculum within schools, I mean, that has the potential to bleed over into other state educational systems as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've got room to improve, we've got room to expand, and we've got room to move on to other, better, greater things, I think. I did not mean to kill the chat there, but uh, yeah, apparently I did. Oh, I was just uh, not trying to uh, take it off. I don't know if I'm taking it off, but one of the things from before, and uh, I wrote a note there, is... Um, we were kind of talking about the idea that um, there's going to be people that in Austin or whatever that are upset that a state level thing passed and they don't have preemption or whatever. 
mm -hmm. um, or there is state level preemption, I guess, which means the cities can't just do whatever they feel like and have create make it to where there's little islands of laws that everyone has to remember and deal with and and whatnot. So anyway, um, the opportunity that we've got for a, you know time to pass and then them to cool their jets basically to see that their fears are not going to come true. But I was going to say the other thing that I'm looking forward to is. You mentioned something about, and I was thinking about how you said there was like six things that actually went through. And I've heard people that are not optimistic, I guess is the way to say it, about the Suppressor Freedom Act. I think that is an opportunity. And yes. you know, there's just too many Texans to not see people taking advantage of that in different creative ways. So I could see that going through, but then let's say the first initiative fails. There's so many Texans. It's not like, uh, well, it didn't work for that one guy in Kansas. I'm not making crap out of Kansas, but you know what I'm saying? They look like yeah. the gas or just a big rectangle. So right. one thing failed and then they're all like, oh, well, but in Texas, I could see it not being that going down that way. And then you have your second amendment. Uh, what is it? Second amendment freedom act. No, it's something else. Whatever you called your second amendment one. Where basically Texas is saying, hey, federal government, you're not helping us with our border. Now we have to do our own, whatever, $2 billion on our own border issues with an international border, even though we're part of a country and everything. Right. And now you want us to also enforce your ATF stuff? No. So if you're going to have your suppressor thing and you're going to back it up, you know, you're playing poker or whatever kind of card game. Uh, you guys aren't just sitting there with like a bluff, you know, with like maybe this pair will win. Like you guys are sitting there with uh stuff backed up and i don't know i'm using bad analogies so i don't know how to play cards but you know what i'm saying that you guys right. have a potential there that i'm looking forward to seeing what texas does with it because oh i was going to get to it's not like texas um when i was a kid here's the thing about you know i mean you're, i'm gonna make some enemies i do this when i go into chats when i was a kid uh i was a little kid and i guess i technically lived in texas i never thought about it because i was a little kid but um, you know, it's been on my radar. I've lived in Texas. I understand it I'm from San Antonio. So uh, San Antonio is where I come from. So I understand, you know, that little part of Texas a little bit. And then I go back there to look at it once in a while. But um, when I was a kid, Texas was just sort of doing their thing. You guys weren't upset about nothing. There was nothing anger in you. So you just sort of sat there, right? You were big and useful. There was Dallas, the TV show. And everybody was like, yeah, Texas, you know, they're doing their own thing. They're the old West, right? Everybody just left Texas alone, but it wasn't like Texas would run around doing anything or like messing up or doing, you just had your TV show and everybody was like, you know, Texas making a bunch of money. I mean, right. the president was from there a couple of times, I guess. So um, uh, all I'm getting at is now you got Californians. And I think if this would have happened to a 1980s Texas, y'all would have been like, yep, and just put it on a notch on your belt buckle and gone back to making money. But now you got Californians pissing you off. So I'm just saying now you got that burr under your saddle. So I'm looking to, you know, it's not like it's going to be a reckless, I'm switching analogies all over the place. It's not like it's going to be a reckless, you're riding on a, trying to break a Bronco or something. But I think, you know, you've got something deliberate you want to do and you've got people that are bugging you right there and you got a, a reason to be Texans, I guess. Is that a way to say it? So oh, I'm yeah. really looking forward to what y'all do instead of just being like, you know, there to be there you got something to prove this time this time around or in this in this era and again i think texas leads the way i under i'll give you that at least you got the suit just the potential to do it you've done it before so uh again when you've got a, a national level stuff happening on so different so many different levels and the narrative has basically been like if you give the common folk guns they won't know what to do with them and they'll hurt themselves and then they walk away and 
you know, rule right. over something else. Well, when you prove that wrong at a Texas level, it's really hard to keep shouting that narrative when there's fewer and fewer states to shout it to. And you've got places like Texas that are proving it wrong with population and area and history and blah, blah, blah. And the mix. Again, you've got the it's not just Texas. Well, it's like everybody writes off New Mexico and Arizona because we're kind of homogenous. We have been and we always are the same mix that we are. But Texas is a changing mix. It's a flux. So again, I'm looking forward to what you accomplish as the changing Texas that it is and what that does for Texas. I think it's a catalyst for Texas to, you know, you already have pride. It's not like you're losing the Texas pride, but it gives you something else to, to, you know, to to catalyst on or to crystallize on. Right. You know, again, <laughs> Texas cans, people are going to want to go to Texas just to hang out with the amazing, can you imagine a, a ranch that's got a billion cans and, and pigs and a helicopter. Right. Come on. Um, so yeah, come on, man. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the this is in my lifetime anyway, the most pro two a legislative session that I've ever seen in Texas. Um, so I'm curious. So we got po folks out there in the chat. I want to amp up the chat participation. So if you're out there and you do think that this is the most productive two a session legislative session in Texas history, type 81 in the chat if you agree with me that you think it's the most pro two a in your lifetime here in Texas, uh, as far as the session, type 81 in the chat. That's what we use. And uh, while y'all are doing that, I am going to knock out some uh, some comments. Before I do that real quick, though, what G. Webbs was saying about uh, the Texas suppressor freedom. Um, the good thing we've got going on that is we've got a lot of Texas suppressor companies, like I mentioned earlier. And there's no doubt they're going to be working with the AG. They're going to be working with legislators and trying to figure out how we navigate that because they've got the tooling, the supplies. They've got everything they need to do to make money off of that. And while money doesn't need to be in a the sense of 2A, doesn't necessarily need to be your objective, uh, money certainly is a motivating factor for sure. Um, and um, you know, heck, I'd look at if they can sell more and they don't have to go through the federal regulation uh, to do it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Well, they could sell them a little bit cheaper. They could uh, sell a little bit more of them and all of that good stuff. So why not? Uh, getting to the comments. And by the way, on the comments, type at CloverTac, all one word, and I'll be able to see your comment. Yes, I'm slow getting to them. But if you type at CloverTac, all one word, or if you super chat, uh, I will do my best to get to your comment here. Guitar Man Pete. Uh, guitar man pete guitar i should say but pete we love pete he said i missed the beginning but i think i'm up to speed on what's going on now anything i may not be aware of uh no pretty much all of the pro to a pro gun bills have been signed at this point by the governor with the exception of one hb 1500 um and and it may be signed by now uh, I haven't looked in the last, obviously, 30 or 40 minutes. Um, and it, there will be a ceremonial signing tomorrow. Uh, and that threw me off along with a bunch of other people this afternoon because we were looking for him to sign them there. And he signed them ahead of time, which was interesting. Uh, $5 Super Chat by uh, Pete and Nilsson out there. Thank you. Appreciate that very, very much. This fighting for uh, HB 1927 made me realize how much I enjoyed going on offense instead of always on defense fighting the infringement time to repeal the NFA. And you know what, with uh, some of the brace stuff that's happening nationally now with uh, Texas suppressor freedom, 
Uh, the the NFA, and I'm sure G Webs has some thoughts on that, but uh, the NFA is 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 teetering. I mean, it's it's literally a a, a breath away. Uh, just needs the right argument, uh, the right court situation, the right suit, uh, and it could it could very easily fall. And here's the interesting thing about the NFA: if the NFA falls, that's a domino that pulls down a whole lot of other dominoes. So uh, G23 out there says. Uh, Oh, never mind. I'm not going to do that. He says, uh, doesn't bother me. Oh, he's talking about the chat decorum. Yeah, my chat decorum is as G and definitely no worse than PG as possible. So the lewdness, the the rudeness, the vulgarity, the cursing, uh, that's all in the intro. I don't like that on this channel, so please respect that. Uh, if not, I understand. You can watch in replay and and uh, that sort of stuff. Uh Texas Sutherman says they are having a special session. Haven't been keeping up with that. Delray Dan out there, the newest YouTube channel member uh, here for Clover Attack. Uh, Big Dan says salute. So what's up, Dan? Uh, and then we've got uh, the men of Tupperware. Says if Ohio doesn't pass constitutional carry here before the end of June, uh, we have to wait till September because they're going on break July and August. Yeah, that sucks. But hopefully uh, – the Buckeyes, that's what it is up there, can uh, can get it done. Men of Tupperware also says, uh, congrats, Texas. Oh, he's saying Ohio needs to be uh, needs to be next. Now, there was one out here that did not tag me, but I did see it because it was a bunch of caps. Don't use a lot of caps. That's rude. But uh, I did see it from Mike Hogg out there. Uh, says, uh, is there a holster restriction for the new uh, Constitution carry, especially for open carry, uh, which he thinks is stupid. The bad guy is going for them first. Yeah, I don't particularly agree with that uh but uh that's neither here nor there near here nor there let's answer your question and the answer to that is there's dealer's choice um the hb1927 legislation says in a concealed manner or in a open in a holster and i may be getting that wrong don't take that verbatim but it says concealed manner i do remember those words uh or in a holster so uh, that would mean to me, since they did not define a holster, that uh, it could be pretty much anything. Uh, scrolling down because we do got some more comments and other things that, that have come in. Let me get to them, and then we'll get back to you, to you, G Webs. Do what? Oh, I was just saying, since you said that, you've watched a bunch of the things. Was that in response to somebody's concern that people would just be like sticking a gun in their belt, or was that to prevent a rifle? Like, is it a holster so that it's not a that's, long? No, that's no, 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 no. That's because it is, it is, it runs parallel again to our license to carry and our license to carry says that it needs to be in a holster. But I mean, is that like um, a concern for safety or like, cause they were worried well, that people if it's not holstered. Gun. So a long gun, you can sling and not have to touch. Right. So carrying a, a, a firearm without a holster, I mean, sure, you've got pocket carry, which is going to be concealed, right? Who's going to put a full-size gun in just in hanging out of their pocket? That's not super safe. Uh, so, I mean, there's there are legitimate concerns. Let me get to these real quick, and then we can discuss that more, though. Garcia out there says, is uh, Texas more 2A today because of Dan Patrick? I have mixed opinions, your opinion. This is not because of Dan Patrick. Number one, pat everybody out there, pat yourself on the back and take props because we fought hard and put pressure on Lee, all of us, people out there in the chat, people listening in replay. Um, props to Schwartner, props to Dan Peeland, Speaker of the House. He's the one that crafted, uh, somebody had mentioned uh, before, put the chess pieces in play, so to speak, uh, for the committee. 
that sort of got this to uh, got got us to the finish line, especially with constitutional carry. Uh, and Matt Schaefer, who I'm hoping to get on a podcast soon uh, from the House. I mean, he was the bill author in the House. Uh, rock star, as far as I'm concerned, on this particular issue in 2A. Rock star, he handled himself well on all the floor debates, as did Schwartner. Um, Cobalt out there, $5 super chat. Thank you. Appreciate it. it. Says, My worry about the suppressor issue is the ATF will raid the companies just like P80, uh, solvent trap companies, auto key cards, etc. Uh, potentially, but if they've gone through the Texas Attorney General, which is what the legislation alludes to, then you've got some backing by the Texas government to potentially stop that, uh, put a stay on that, something along those lines. Corey out there, he says, I'm late. Uh, to the show. So did Abbott sign 1927. Short answer is yes. Long answer is yes. And there will be a s- official ceremony tomorrow. Lucy has got some explaining to do out there. Ricardo, Mr. Lucy, $5 super chat, throwing it down, says, yeah, congratulations to uh, everyone. And I don't see any more tags or super chats. So before I bring G Webs back in here, um, let me say this because I wanted to throw this out. I don't want to go for too much longer here. Maybe another 10 minutes because I do want to get this into audio podcast form. We have friends that listen uh, in the audio realm and they need to be aware of what's going on. There is some confusion as to is it signed right now or is he going to sign it tomorrow? And at the very first of this podcast, we've been bloviating since, but the very first of this podcast, uh, I sort of addressed that. Uh, and cleared it up. But let me say this. I've been promising that as soon as the governor signs all this, we will have a congratulatory, celebratory uh, party. We'll do that live with some fun and games and just hang out uh, as people that enjoy freedom and the Second Amendment and our firearms uh, and all that that entails. So be looking for that. We'll probably do that sometime this Friday evening. So be looking for that to get scheduled Uh, on the channel just kind of want to make that notice Uh, i know folks probably ain't going to go 50 minutes into replay and uh and hear that but uh you guys that are here live you know that uh, i will make good on my promise and we'll make that happen so uh yeah go ahead uh g jump in here you had several things to talk about yeah it was didn't want to stop you but a couple of things one you had talked about you were congratulating the folks that had been involved in it and i wanted to uh, use red coconut as a uh, example of all the what 197 texans that went in and uh, waited an entire day 10 hours some of them uh, to let their uh, what's the word uh, testimony in on the uh, way in on it right and uh and then you had red coconut on what monday uh who was literally there doing testimony uh we found out you know that you know everybody was watching and you know being part of it so anyway i want to just uh acknowledge all those folks with uh with him as the um whatever the uh the indicator of that but then also um you talked about the suppressor thing and and responded to that one question about whether or not the feds would come in with the 2a freedom thing that you also have uh that's the one-two punch so the feds would have to bring their own people in I mean, they have before, unfortunately, we know about one instance, but, uh, right, you know, they would have to do that again. And that's, in other words, Texas isn't going to help at all. And that would right. be even less yep. incentive. And this isn't an, uh, a, um, like, I mean, you kind of alluded to it earlier, I guess I'm throw this in at the end, that this isn't a time when the administration, the current administration has nothing else to do. They're sitting in a lounge chair, super comfortable and confident with all the resources they ever need, right? 
they just gave, I mean, I don't want to get into all the other stuff, but they got so many other things to worry about. I think that uh, uh, gun, as far as gun stuff, we've got all the potential in the world. And this just gives us, I'm going to go ahead and use the pun, more ammo for our side. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I want to do something. I'm curious. Uh, I'm sure the folks out there would enjoy this. Let me screen share because before we end the stream today, and I'm going to end it probably here in about eight minutes. I want to go no more than, a, than an hour, not much more if I can help it. Uh, but type hashtag, spell it correctly, type hashtag 2AWIN out there in the chat. And we're going to pick a winner and give away a couple of the Fud Life teddy bear patches that we have here on the channel. If you hadn't seen those, those are pretty awesome. You can jump over on, uh, obviously, the swag store over at clovertack.com slash shop and, uh, and check those out. But uh, type hashtag 2AWIN, no spaces, make sure you spell it correctly, uh, and that'll get you uh, entered into that before we leave the live stream today. A little early celebratory action on uh, on all the two A wins here in Texas. We'll give away a couple of those. Um, couple of those. What am I thinking? Uh, yeah, a couple of those patches. Speaking of those patches, I'll bring them up here. Let me uh, get a screen share going for this, and I can just move this over. Kana, whoops, wrong way. But uh, great live TV, always great. But there you go. Um, no, it, just, it just linked to that. That's his store, and I just threw a link in there, clovertack.com slash shop. And, um, yeah, and all of this stuff, like the stickers are made locally here in Texas. Uh, the patches may or may not be made locally here in Texas. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we try to get things at least made and sourced in the U.S. as much as we can. And, again, the stickers are definitely made by a friend of mine. Uh, here locally, who does awesome work? But uh, there's the uh, there's the orange and the red Fud Life teddy bear patch. I call them the cookie patch because they they literally when you get them in your hands, do they not? G, they feel like a Christmas cookie and they look like a Christmas. Cookie. I would I would know more if you could hold on to them long enough to do that. But yeah, most of the time a kid gets one and then they're gone. That's right, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, and if you're not aware, the orange one was a part of the 2020 to a patch batch set. Uh, and then the green was a special alternative patch. But, yeah, going to give away a couple of those uh, again. Uh, hashtag 2AWIN. Put that out in the uh, live so chat. I can't read it. It tells you how many people have already participated. Do you have to refresh or is that just updating? It. I think it, I think it updates automatically, I think. I don't think you have to refresh because I haven't refreshed and it's showing 34. But a lot but of people have... Whoa, people I just, oh, Lord. No, that's good. Because I just keep seeing people pouring in the thing. It's got to be over 34 is all I'm saying. No, that's fine. You just had to put it back in again. Hashtag 281. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've done the same thing. I do it all the time because I have like a thousand gosh. of them backed yeah. up. Yeah, it happens every time I go back on that. Okay, good. Uh, so yeah, keep putting it out there. Hashtag two a win. I'm gonna go re refix this now. Uh, the and, thing that and, we're using to stream offers this little tool. That's all. We're just a little behind the scenes. We're playing with the tool that lets you do. Let's Clover right. give this. Let's give away. Right. So does it still say 35 or 35? Yeah, it was 34 when I left though. Oh, well, I would have thought it'd be now. And it's 35 now. Um, 
So yeah, if you so if you refresh, it goes away. No, because I refreshed in it. There's 36. It's clicking up. It's clicking. Okay. Up. Yeah, it was keeping track. Maybe it's just people putting it in again. Now, if you put in two a win with a capital W, does that make a difference? They're mostly coming in with lowercase for what it's worth. I don't think the case Gizzard Gary. Yeah. That would Gizzard, be so weird if they did that. Now it's down to 34, though. No, there's 35. It's clicking back up. I bet you it's just people typing in more than once then in the live stream. Because it, it is keeping. Be. It's just, it, it will. I mean, I've done it. We've played with it before. If I put in five, and I'm in there by myself, it'll count as one. Yeah, right. It only counts one time. So just if you're out there and you keep putting two hashtag two A win. You don't need uh, to. Capital a, a capital A lowercase case W two A win. Uh yeah, it's only gonna count you one time, just so you know. Uh so yeah, that's probably what it is. So that means we've got a lot of people listening <laughs> that uh uh, aren't interested in winning a couple patches, and that's okay. Well, what happens is when you're on a phone, it's really hard to go in there and comment if you don't even know how to do it. Well, this is true too, and a lot of people do use mobile. So yeah, hashtag two A the capital A two A win, um, and uh, we'll draw for that in a second. Before we we leave, G, um, we talked about ramifications, um, possible, you know, unraveling of the NFA with with pistol braces, with things like Texas suppressor freedom. Um, have you got any thoughts on that you want to talk about for just a second? I mean, I could do a whole other show. So I think that you got a lot of potential. <laughs> I'm looking forward to whatever creative stuff. I mean, we got 3D printers. You definitely got everything. I mean, Texas, everybody knows that Texas has literally every little bit of everything you need to do everything. So uh, that means you got the infrastructures and the interest, right? The ingenuity and the, and the want to do it. Um, I was going to say also, though, just as a residual, having these laws affect a, a state as large as Texas with as large a focus as Texas has and as many large cities as Texas has. And uh, you do have preemption, so those cities don't get to stand aside and say, well, you know, it doesn't affect us. Um, that over time is how we change things at those states that are hard to move. So, you know, part of this country is 50 states and 50 experiments, and some of that is working together and working against each other. and leveraging and cooperation and all of the strategies so i just see this having so many ramifications as time goes on because you're texans you're going to do it well and like i say you're going to be doing stuff but then the rest of this country is going to be able to look at it and go see what happened in texas now you know we're questioning it here so i'm i'm, I'm seeing a lot of ramifications of today people tell me i'm optimistic though there's nothing wrong with that. I think we're devoid of optimism uh, to an extent. And that was a fairly concise uh, soliloquy you had right there, G. I expected you to go longer. Uh, but that's okay because we're about ready to uh, draw for this. Again, 2A, the capital A, 2A win. Gizzard Gary says that case does not matter, though. So that's good. Uh, hashtag. You got to have the hashtag, though. Hashtag 2A win gets you in the running for a couple of the uh, – Teddy bear, FUD life, teddy bear patches. Speaking of FUD life, I had a comment from Snakebite. He says, we need uh, a concrete solution for FUDs and FUD ranges. Hashtag 2-8-WIN. Well, it's interesting. I don't know if he put that in there because we're giving away a couple of the hashtag FUD life uh, teddy bear cookie patches. But um, uh, that is sort of what my 
fun life outreach program and stuff is uh we need to realize that um fuds are frustrating uh at times but fuds uh can be all shapes and colors i know people that only care about the handgun in their nightstand for personal protection uh and could care less you could throw duck hunting shotguns under the bus and they would not care um so i know people that are straight up tactical and could care less if some of the you know revolvers lever actions other things existed so just because uh somebody may shoot skeeter trap and that's all they do uh maybe they just haven't had the right exposure to the gospel of 2a and so if we run around calling them names and saying they're idiots and whatever that doesn't uh that doesn't do a whole lot of good right mm -hmm. and said that was totally coincidental he said which is awesome go ahead g one uh, i'll give you a little extra fud material here fud stuff um one of the things that i've been working on my projects doing hunting stuff because that's not my main thing so i had to go research a bit of hunting stuff but uh as you're saying that i'm thinking you got your i don't like to call them tactical because i don't know fuds call me tactical i'm sure but yeah you got your person who's let's just say oblivious to the interests of the other firearms enthusiasts right who will call each other out you know still like being exclusive from each other or whatever that kind of words would be to say it right anyway you get people that are getting mad at fuds and they're probably standing on a range that the fuds generation made possible in other words they defended the use of public land they defended the use of private land for firearms uses right and then they're probably shooting at a critter or going hunting to shoot a critter that was either uh, conserved by the FUD generation or, again, uh, the, the legality to go pursue these things as a hunt instead of some kind of managed game thing by the state, right? That, again, was secured by FUD. So awareness of on whose shoulders we stand. Uh, FUDs are old because they've already been through battle. So they got done fighting World War II, had to come home and get challenged on, hey, why are you shooting at that critter? It's almost endangered. Why are you shooting at that critter? It's different color than the other critter. Why, you know, in other words, like there's, you know, like six of those and there's a hundred of the others. Why, you know, justify why you can shoot either. And right. then why are you shooting lead? Why are you shooting there? Why are you shooting on our land? Why are you shooting on their land? I mean, they've had a lot of battles. Not all of them were successful, but things like the color orange are, uh, battle scar that's not a battle scar it's our camouflage right the color orange is a uh, piece of that battle of the memory when much i say a token of those battles and uh you know it's one of the reasons the antis are taking that away it's a whole other thing but you know we're gonna have a whole other discussion on fud sometimes too or sometime right, right. so let's close out the uh let's close out the stream here a little over an hour and again i want this to be palatable for those that may want to listen in audio podcasts, which I hope to have up within maybe the next hour or so. Um, but we're going to draw the winner. So hashtag two a win. If you put that out there in the chat, then you should be entered. And um, we're going to use this tool uh, again, uh, probably Friday. Look forward to get scheduled. We're going to have a celebration, a Texas sized celebration with fun and games. And we'll, you'll see this tool here again. Friday when we do that, celebrating all of the 2A wins here in, uh, in in Texas. So join us for that on Friday, obviously. But right now, let's draw. It just bumped up three numbers, so that's awesome. And uh, as soon as I hit draw, well, it's done. But uh, here we go.
you can see how it works. That's pretty neat. Scrolls through. Uh, hopefully people don't mind their <laughs> username getting put around. It's slowing down. Who knows who's going to get it? It comes around. And winner, Corey Long. Corey Long, I've seen several comments out there from Corey. Um, let's see if Corey is still in the chat. If you're out there, Corey, say, hey, I won, or say something uh, to us out there. But, yeah, reach out to me as far as Corey. Reach out to CloverTac at gmail.com, Corey. Yeah, he's out there. Reach out to me. Uh, Corey may actually have my email. Seems like Corey may have emailed me for something in the past, a question or something. But uh, CloverTac at gmail.com, Corey. And uh, we'll get you a couple of the uh, the green and the orange Bud Life uh, teddy bear cookie patches in the uh, in the mail. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, let me go through real quickly. Um, again, for those that may have come in late, uh, got a press release that Governor Abbott tomorrow is going to sign seven Pro 2A bills, including constitutional carry and 2A sanctuary. Uh, then within minutes of getting that press release, found out that he's already signed six of those seven bills. Uh, so, yay, good day for us. Again, pat on the back. Thanks to uh, everybody who chipped in, put the pressure on, kept the pressure on, all of that good stuff. Shout out to those that, that did join the panel earlier in the show, um, which is Ghost Tactical. Again, jump over on his channel, uh, and uh, you will find, if you go to the podcast earlier, I did. Today, you'll find the link uh, to his channel, but the Armed Citizen podcast he did last night, phenomenal, some great folks. We had Yehuda Reamer, the Pew Pew Jew, and fellow Texan on for a little while. And, of course, we've got uh, G-Webs here. I'm going to give him a second uh, to uh, to close us out before we leave. Uh, final thoughts, words, G? Uh, I'll give them to you. Hey, really appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity by hosting these to be able to watch Texas uh, I would say walk it home. I mean, basically walk it through. I don't know. I don't want to play it with slow, but it was neat. You got to see the uh, testimonials. You got to see the uh, back and forth. We got to see in a way better version than C-SPAN in a, in a fun way. And uh, yeah, now that's archived and people can set a kid down and, and have them watch it or do a report on it and, and see it and see some of the perspective of gun owners throughout the thing. Uh, so, yeah, it's been awesome. Thanks for the opportunity to see it. Thanks to Texas. And as I mentioned before, I'm really looking forward to uh, what Texas does with this. Y'all are entrepreneurs and uh, free individuals. So really looking forward to what y'all do with this. Yes, sir. Thanks for uh, and thanks for jumping in, G. Appreciate it. Again, go check out G-Webs. Check out the, uh, again, the podcast earlier. I've got a link to G-Webs. Been reading through the ATF comments, both on the receiver and the uh, the pistol brace comments, uh, and definitely get out there and comment, not just once, twice, but multiple times on multiple issues. Uh, I'll say it, uh, be sure that you're concise with that. Uh, be sure that you're civil, you're polite, you don't use swear, you don't give them any reason to throw those comments out. Let's get over there and comment on that stuff. Uh, it's super important. Uh, look for, again, look for fun and games and giveaways and just a celebration live stream to come out on uh, Friday, just celebrating Texas and Texas freedom, because today was a great day uh, indeed for Texas. Uh, and what else do I got? Um, hmm. Do I have anything else? I'm sure I probably do, but well, uh, Thursday. So do you have a show tonight? 
Oh, no, it's Wednesday. Do you have a show tomorrow night? Today's Wednesday. Yeah, we're going to do a uh, promotion and review and look at some uh, some new channels, uh, some channels that maybe nobody knows about for tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Again, special thank you uh, to all of those who are Patreon patrons, who are YouTube channel members, uh, and who super chat. Uh, yeah, giving up your hard-earned dollars to help support the efforts here. And I certainly do appreciate it. Um, until next time for the Clover Hack podcast, don't forget to chain fire freedom. Later.